Hi, thanks for joining us on Honest Talk About Adoption. We created this podcast so that we could have a non-judgmental space to hear stories, profound stories that people have about their experience with adoption. Hope you enjoy. So today we're going to talk to Zach, who is my birth son. Hi, Zach. And thanks for joining us. Welcome. What brings you here? Okay, her. I know. <laughs> yes, literally and figuratively. <laughs> you have a very interesting, fascinating story. I know some mm-hmm. about your experience. I know from Karen. Mm-hmm. I don't know from your experience. Um, you showed up on her doorstep. Literally. Literally. Yes. And you know, you were like, "What did you say? How did it go?" Is this okay to ask you this? Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Your journey must have been quite something to get you to the point where you you come and knock on Karen's door. I think it was just time. Yeah. Tell me more. I mean, it was a very transitory period in my life, and it was coming to an end, a very long and slow slowly ending Mm. and so it was just time yeah something you needed to know to no not even not even something i needed to know to move forward just something i had always wanted to do Mm. and i suddenly had opportunity and there's maybe i should tell you the actual story because there's more to it than just that i would like that yeah Yeah, because it wasn't just it wasn't just time it was like there's more to it i was in the military for six years and I was a jet engine mechanic, and it was, I'm gonna go with painful. Mm. I mean, I still have stuff to this day, hearing loss, loss of smell. I drank milk this morning, but I have no idea if it was bad or not. Mm. Yeah. A little way into the military, I meet this girl. You know how it goes. You meet a girl, you move in because it's more rent effective. Yeah, which is never a good idea. No, no. But she was, Weird enough that I liked her, and normal enough that she could pass for normal, but also, but also very, um, I don't know. Basically, what happened was I got comfortable, very comfortable, and then the relationship lasted six years, which is honestly oh, God, that's exactly well. yeah. And it was at least four years, five years too long. Mm-hmm. But you know, it was kind of it. It was indicative of where I was. Let's just say it was unhealthy, unhealthy relationship. Then I moved. Then we both moved here to Broomfield, and I forget how long it was. I don't know. We broke up some sometime between then and. Anyways, one day I was just like, you know. I've been talking about looking for my birth mom this whole time, talking about it. And I had always looked and found public records and stuff. I had her name from my birth certificate, which they then told her didn't exist. So that was a whole thing. Yeah, we were looking for each other about the same time, about like three years prior to you showing up. And I called the state of Kansas and they were like, we don't have a birth certificate for that, for that, with your name on it at all. And I'm like, 
I was, I'm pretty sure where I was when he was born. And so you say he doesn't, like, do they destroy the birth certificates? They're like, no. I don't know. So then they said I should contact the adoption agency, which I never did, because that's another story. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I was living in Broomfield, end of a bad relationship, and just sort of ready. And so I typed in, I typed her name into Google, you know, expecting to get public records and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And the yellow pages pop up. Yeah. Because you were local. Yes, exactly, because I was local for once. The yellow pages popped up. Yeah. And so... This is why you should have location services turned on. (laughs) (laughs) Shoot. Um, And for some reason, I felt I needed to print out the map. I did print out the map. It was a little weird to me, but whatever. What was it? Around 11.30, I left on a historic voyage. No, I'm just kidding. It was kind of, though. It was, but, um, yeah, and I showed up. How, what were you feeling? I'm sorry. I, I yeah, just yeah. really Go need to know. Like, yeah. like I, my heart is pounding just hearing the story. Didn't yeah. you call your mom? Yeah. I, yeah. I stopped in front of her house, and then I called mom. In front of her house? Yes. And then I called mom, and I said, hey, this is, I, well, I had talked to her earlier, but I was like, I'm going up. This is what's going on. What was your mom on. She, I don't think it was ever a question in her mind uh, that I wouldn't do it. Oh, right on. Okay. Yeah. And so she was very supportive and, you know, like, call me when you're done. Just that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, I was, I don't know, I was already a mess of emotions anyways. So I was even more of a mess of emotions. It was fantastic. It was like <laughs> the best high ever. Now you can say that. Yes, but yeah. was that true at the time? It was still fantastic at the time. Just terrifying and, you know. Like if you saw Cthulhu come out of the deep, you'd be terrified and in awe. Uh, yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, and so I actually, I had worked with UPS the year prior, and so I was very leery of fenced yards. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. That makes sense. Because I had been bitten. It's funny. I think I banged on the gate a little bit, and nothing really happened, and so I think I had turned around to head back to the car, even. And she came out, and the dog was barking. And she said the first words to me were, oh my god, if I can remember them. You want to help fill in here? I want to wait till my person. Well. Can I help you? It was, that yeah, that's what it was. was. Can I help you? I was going to say, it yeah. was the, is the synthesis of, who are you and what the fuck are you oh, doing here? When you're saying, can I help you, you really are like, can yeah, I help like, you? Can yeah. I help you? <laughs> what are you doing here? Yeah. Yeah. So then. And I was like, I'm Zach Trimble. You may have known me as Patrick Spees. Mm-hmm. I think I might be your son. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> that makes me all teary. Yeah. Me too. I can't even yeah so then what yeah then what happened Zach then we went inside and talked for a couple of hours three hours I think three hours yeah Yeah. two or three hours yeah I told Karen this last week that was ballsy that was incredibly brave 
you know, on your part and 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 yours as well. Well, course, tell but... tell her, you know, your trepidation, right? The stories that you had heard. Every single story I've heard about adoption has been bad. I don't think there's been one good story that I've you ever. You mean about you mean finding? Or... Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, about reuniting. Like, um, so the neighbors that I grew up with were very good friends with my parents, and they had five children, and three of those five children are adopted. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I had heard a little bit about that. Not a lot, a little bit. And then I knew some people in the military who had been adopted and who had done that, and literally... One of the people said, I can't set this up, but I'm just, yeah. One of the people, her brother, had been adopted, and he went and knocked on the door, and the lady came to the door and literally said, you were a mistake. Don't contact me again. No. Yes. Yeah. So, so understandably. In spite of it all. Well, so... Like I said, I was already in a weird place, but you know, I looked, this is going to sound very Naropa, I looked deep within myself. That's not Naropa, that's know, like self-telling. But I, yeah. I did, and I was like, you know, I'm willing to bet she's a lot like me. Like, mm -hmm. and I, I know if I had that experience, I wouldn't turn somebody away. Like, mm -hmm. I might be mm -hmm. a mixed bag of emotions, I might not even want to talk, but I wouldn't turn somebody away. You know, and I decided that this was a thing that I wanted to do no I had heard of people sending letters and stuff like that, and I'm just like, you know, I, no, if I'm gonna do this ultimately life-changing thing, I wanna do it all the way, too. There's no, like, like ripping off a Band-Aid. You can't, you can't just gently do it. It hurts more than just Because I said that to you last week, Karen. I said, you know, he showed up at your door, he didn't email, he didn't call. I mean, that's badass. And an, <laughs> and an email or a call would be, I think, I would have not been, well, I would have been set up to be unhappy with the results. Yeah, we watched, yeah. we, went, we uh, went to this talk where this woman gave a speech about trying to reunite with her birth mother, and she'd sent her an email, and she didn't hear back, and she was like, well, I, I just made my own family then, and yeah, Zach, and was, like, he got so upset, he's like, what the how fuck? does he know she even got that email? Seriously. Yeah, you don't know. Letter, email, you don't know. You're right. The funny thing is, a, a phone call or a email or whatever just not only doesn't carry that weight but it also there's no immediate gratification i guess talk about that. awkward too yeah. yeah like what do you to me there's no other way to do it <laughs> in other words it's all just a long story for me to say there's no other way to do it like ripping off a band-aid it's either gonna it's either gonna really suck or it's gonna be really awesome but it'll be a story for the ages also there's no wrong way to do it, but yeah. you did what was right for you yeah. and, you know, just was like, blah, for you. Yeah. That. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm so glad you did it that way because it didn't give me time to, like, oh, go into mental oh. whirlpools about everything, you yeah. know? Yeah. Thanks for joining us for episode one of Honest Talk About Adoption. We hope you really liked it, and if you did, please visit us on our Facebook page or uh, find us on Twitter. We also have a Patreon page. Uh, we will see you soon with more stories.